This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. The Payumsha Health Fair made its comeback after a two-year hiatus due to the coronavirus pandemic. There were many booths there to celebrate its return and to give out information about services that are offered. Tobiah Brown is the program director for Mountain Star, a nonprofit organization. She talks about what they do and who they help. And we're a program all throughout Tri-County. We work with kids and families, primarily kids who are high risk, and so at risk for experiencing trauma. That's really what we're trying to prevent. At Mountain Star, our main goal is to prevent child abuse. The ways that we do that are we have kids come into classrooms for a few hours a week. We also do a lot of um, home visiting. We like really get to parent with parents, kind of hand over hand. We then invite the community to come in and do some parent engagement, maybe some parent education. But we also invite the uh, community to come in by being able to volunteer. So they get to volunteer their time. We've got a fairy godparents program where they buy stuff for kids in the community that they don't necessarily know. We have a birthday club where people buy um, all the stuff that goes into these birthday bags that we give to families so that they can celebrate with their child. We have volunteers in the classroom. We have also we have, we have people who donate, we have people who volunteer time at a variety of functions that we have. So that's Mountain Star in a nutshell. Mountain Star has been doing this for 21 years. Last year was our 20th anniversary, so we're excited. Brown talks about where they are located and where you can find information. We have a program here in Madras and we have a couple of families who are registered tribal members and then I think we have one family who lives here on the res and comes down for services. Folks can look us up online and we're just at, at mountainstar.org and all of our information is on the website. So my phone number is 541-362-6153 and so that's my work cell. So I would love if people wanted to reach out and just really um, ask us what we do or find out more about us or if they're interested in, in having us come here because that is one thing we're trying to do is come out here. Um, we'll be getting an outreach coordinator in the fall who hopefully will be able to come out and just really start making relationships with the community and from then we'll decide what we together, Warm Springs and Mountain Star, want to do to further support families out here. She now talks about how families qualify and how they get new families to help. You really qualify by being at risk, by feeling that you need help. That's essentially our main qualification. Parenting is hard and we recognize that. And so when parents step to us and say, I need help, we say, oh, you qualify. That's amazing. Um, we also do a few assessments where we look at all the different factors that are impacting different families so that we have a better idea of how we can support them. Really, it's kind of word of mouth, thankfully, at this point. So um, community organizations will refer some of their families to us, and then families that we work with will refer their friends to us. And so we're really grateful for all of that. That was Tobiah Brown from Mountain Star. I Shiloh Tippett is a member of the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs and is the manager of diversity inclusion for the St. Charles Health Systems. She talks about what brought her to the health fair. We are here wanting to learn more about uh, tribal customs that our community would like to see St. Charles implement and practice more. We've been asking in our Spin to Win, we're asking a variety of cultural questions. One thing we've learned is that roots are a traditional food a lot of people rely on for health and wellness, and salmon. And then I'm asking questions about the Oregon law that says we cannot take amputated body parts home. So I just want to see how many of our community members know that. 
and what they would like to see St. Charles practice. And what has really come out is they would like to see St. Charles honor the burial of body parts for our community members. Shiloh talks about what happens to the amputated body parts that aren't able to be brought home and what is offered for Warm Springs community members. They will be incinerated. What we have been able to offer more recently is uh, we absorb the cost of cremation and give the ashes back. We would like to um, go to legislation and try to get it an exception for our Native American patients that, they would, that we'd be able to honor their cultural practice. Our legal team is working on this and we're meeting with tribal council on the end of July. And from this, this information we're gathering today will help us to move forward with that, we hope, with that movement. So I'd say the wheels are in motion. She talks about her experience at the health fair. I just love seeing everyone out today, even though it's so hot. It's great seeing all the kids and families, um, especially after the past few years. That was Shiloh Tippett, tribal member and manager of diversity inclusion at St. Charles Health Systems. Elaine Lozier is a community health coordinator for Pacific Source. She talks about what brought her to the health fair. Well, at Pacific Source, we're here to let people know what's available through our health insurance plans. We have multiple plans available through Oregon Health Plan, um, Medicare, which is typically for people 65 and older, and then also if people want to buy insurance on their own or through their work. So we're just out here to um, help people learn a little bit more about that. Gwen Jones is a project manager for the Central Oregon Health Council. She talks about what brought her to the health fair. And the Central Oregon Health Council is here because we host um, and bring together people from your community and other communities to improve health um, and make people stronger in your communities. Gwen and Elaine talk about how the fair has gone so far. The health fair has been a blast. It's been fun seeing new and old faces playing games, talking, and catching up. This is my first time, and it's been really fun. It's warm today, but people are still coming, coming out and having fun. So thanks for having us. Elaine talks about what Pacific Source is hoping to gain with their presence at the health fair. At Pacific Source, it, just being out in the community, really the intent is to get to know people and, and see faces and answer questions that people have. So I think we've definitely fulfilled that and just getting to know people. The same thing with the Health Council. We've been giving out books, promoting reading and um, learning, and uh, it's been well received, and it's been just exciting to be here. This is our first time at the event as well. It's been a marvelous day. Elaine now talks about the difference with an open card on the Oregon Health Plan as opposed to being under Pacific Source. So I think just want people to be aware that if you have Oregon Health Plan, if you, you can choose to have an open card or you can choose to have Pacific Source if you live in Warm Springs and the different county areas. So just want to make sure that you know that that's available if you need help with your health insurance. So with an open card, you have Oregon Health Plan, you have the same benefits as if you had Pacific Source, which is called a coordinated care organization. The difference is with an open card, it means you can go get services anywhere. So it may make more sense to be on an open card so you can get services anywhere in the state. 
With a coordinated care organization like Pacific Source, you do get some added benefits and you have a team available to help support you with all sorts of healthcare needs and it's more local to the area. That was Elaine Lozier with Pacific Source and Gwen Jones with Central Oregon Health Council. Shanetta Yatin is the patient experience specialist for the Warm Springs Health and Wellness Center. She talks about what she does and what they hope to accomplish. And what I do is I help um, our patients with their patient concerns or grievances and also help navigate resources, but also want to introduce our primary medical home. We have a brochure about all of our primary care providers and also um, making sure that we help our um, patients that uh, was Dr. Krillman's patients who formerly retired and helped them get set up with a new primary care provider. And we also have our um, vaccinations for six months to four years of age to have so called the clinic to sign up for that. Shanetta talks about how the fair has gone so far and updating your information. It's been really helpful and informative, especially with a lot of Dr. Krillman's patients, so they are able to get the information to know who they have, they can choose for their primary care provider. We like to encourage them to, to come in and get their um, charts updated with their phone numbers, but also to just come just to check in because it's been a while since they've had, you know, coming into the clinic, so kind of getting established with their own health and wellness clinic. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well... Brittany Ligatich is a firefighter and EMT for Warm Springs Fire and Safety. She talks about educating the community. Here at Warm Springs, our biggest thing is educating the community on prevention. We would rather prevent than have to respond. So if we can educate the community on prevention, not just with fires, but also medical uh, needs as well. We're sharing with the community home and safety plans for in the event of a structure fire, we hope no one has to use it, but it happens. As well as parents' responsibility in the event of a wildfire caused by a minor, smoke alarm safety and education, as well as uh, diabetes education and uh, blood sugar tests. Brittany shares how it has gone so far at the fair. I think it's gone really well. Um, a lot of interest in education. Uh, it seemed like a lot of people were actually interested in the safety plans, which I was really happy about. She now talks about contacting them for information. Really just be safe and know that we're always here for you. If you have any questions on um, how to prevent things, we would rather do that than respond to an emergency. That was Brittany Ligatich with Warm Springs Fire and Safety. Before her was Shanetta Yatin with the Warm Springs Health and Wellness Center. Rachel Hawkinson is with Neighbor Impact. She talks about what they do. We are a local nonprofit that serves Deschutes, Jefferson, Crook counties, and the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs. And today we are here at uh, the Community Health Fair sharing information about the programs and services that we offer to residents of the tribes here. And so some of those services include things like weatherization, where we can help to weatherize your home to lower your energy bills, the cost to heat and cool your home, make it more comfortable to live in. We we also offer energy assistance that helps to pay your energy bills, and we have rent assistance for those who are struggling to pay their rent. 
We are currently accepting applications for those services and more. Um, we also offer operate the food bank locally, lots of other services available. We do have applications that we've been passing out here today, but we also have an office locally at the community center here in Warm Springs. That office opened in January of this year. We've had a lot of people interested in our services today. So, I mean, a lot of people taking brochures with information, but also tons of people really interested in our, in our applications to access our services. So especially that energy assistance um, and the weatherization too have been very popular. If you want to know about more about Neighbor Impact or our services, you can visit our website at neighborimpact.org or also you can talk to Dot. Dot Thurby is the one who operates our office here in Warm Springs and um, she has all the information. Mistina Spino McCormick is the program administrator for the IDA program at the Warm Springs Community Action Team. She gives us insight on the IDA program. The IDA program is a savings program ran by the state and our mission is to try to help lower income people here in the reservation collect assets and build assets for themselves. To qualify you have to be considered low income and meet our income eligibility limits. The IDA program matches $5 to every $1 that you put into your IDA savings account. And at the end of the match programs, which is six months, you walk away with 7200 total for an asset of your choice. And the different asset choices that we offer here in Warm Springs is first-time home buyers, home renovation, small business, education, and debt repayment vehicle and we also have a youth education program and that's a little bit more that's a year program and then we match kids 12,000 for that and they can use that towards different education programs of their choice the requirements that we have for the IDA program is the asset specific education for the asset that you chose and the financial education program which our last class is coming up in August and if you'd like more information, you can reach me or my counterpartner, Nettie Dixon, at the Westcat. And our number is 541-553-3148. That was Mistina Spino McCormick with the Warm Springs Community Action Team. Before her was Rachel Hawkinson with Neighbor Impact. I'm Duncan Bruno, reporting for the Warm Springs Program on 91.9 FM, KWSO.